Maka. Streety. How are you, buddy? Here. We're doing our uh, on-the-couch edition of Sports and Spit. We're about to watch the tip-off of Game 6 of the NBA Finals. NBA which Finals. Which we already know party. the result of. That's right. So we thought it would be a little bit interesting, do something we haven't done before. Because you, you actually haven't seen the game. I haven't seen the game. You know no. the result. I do know the result. I know that the mighty Raptors take out the title. Yep. But I'm very excited to sit here and watch the game with uh, a bunch of chips. And there's Kyle Lowry driving to the basket for the first basket of the game. Nice. Go the Raps. Raptors. Paying a cool $5 first basket, Kyle yep. Lowry. I don't know. It was probably about 5 So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to basically take you through our thoughts on not only the series, the NBA final series, the whole playoffs of the NBA, and game six all at once. And there's Draymond Green, my most hated player in the NBA, turning the ball over. Sucked in, Draymond. So, so we actually don't know how long this, this uh, pot will go for. Presumably we're not sure whether we'll get sick of doing it. Yes. Um, I'm sure we won't run out of things to talk about. No. So to set the stage, as Lowry buries yes. a three, yes. Raptors up 5-0. Um, so game six... Raptors in a, in a position that we not many people thought they'd be in. Um, realistically, they probably should have shooting like he's got a backpack on again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they they should have probably won it um, in five. Yep. Um, but oh, that, Larry again. <laughs> oh, that game might uh, be forever known as the KD game. So let's let's start there. Um, yeah. So that was pretty horrible to watch, to be honest. Like as a even as a Raptors fan, you didn't want to see. KD go down like that? I mean, you never want to see a serious leg injury like that. And everyone no. knew that it was an Achilles straight away, right? Like, yes. And then they had that slow-mo footage of his uh, basically his Achilles ripping in half. Yeah. That's sickening footage. I hate that sort of stuff. But, like, but I can't look away. Did you um, – or A, in our little group chat, we both were agreeing that we surprised and a little bit dumbfounded that he was – Dumbfounded that he was come back to play, but maybe not surprised because that's what we've been hearing and reading that, you know, game five was when he was scheduled to come back. Yeah. But a lot of the reports come out saying that uh, they didn't think that his injury could get any worse than what it was. Yeah. Um, and for a calf injury, I think that's, you know, like if you've got a calf strain, yep. you can definitely make it worse by ripping a calf off the bone. Yeah. Or a complete tear. Yeah. Um, so, and, and then later stories come out saying that, you know, like we... We think that uh, this is not related to the calf strain, but some the, the Achilles tear is not related. Yeah, yeah. Th- right. There are some stories like that which you know I'm not buying at all. And and oh, Lowry oh. again. Yeah. First time we've seen a bloke named Lowry hit more than one in a row. <laughs> Shout out to Blake Lowry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now, so so that does confuse me a little bit because I'm not. Oh, certainly, I'm not a doctor, so I don't necessarily know the entire mechanics of calf injuries or Achilles, but it seems very coincidental that someone would rip their Achilles in half on the exact same leg that they had injured, and given that he didn't really play that much, right? Like, it wasn't late in the game or anything along those lines. And Achilles can happen to people, but surely it would have weakened the area or 100%, something. Like 100%. 100%. I mean, I mean, they can't be unrelated. You can't tell me that it wasn't linked. Um, no. So I was actually listening to a radio show with, uh, everyone's favourite sporting shock jock, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. And he had a caller ring in and she was a she was in the medical profession. Um, and I'm not sure where... I think she was California-based, but she'd been to 
games, both in Toronto and Golden State. So she's a bit of a travelling fan. Bloody hell. Uh, she mentioned she that her husband was an orthopaedic surgeon. Now okay, there you go. That's they, probably why they're travelling They like had that. a bit of a inside, well, she says, a bit of inside knowledge that they knew that uh, Durant's injury was more than just a calf strain. Yeah. And um, her surgeon husband had said that um, there would have had to have been at worst um, or at best tiny micro tears in the Achilles tendon and her sort of line of thinking was, well, perhaps this information wasn't relayed to Duran himself. Yeah. Um, because, you know, obviously, you know, being a free agent coming up and would he have actually played. And yeah. so there's this whole can of worms are about, you know, um, well, did he get all the information he needed? Um, you know, was anyone doing anything untoward? Do they have Durant's best interest at heart, et cetera, et cetera? And I guess if he was under contract for another year or two, would he have actually been out there in the first place? Were they happy to let him go well, because they kind of knew that he was leaving and thought, oh, well, we'll roll the dice? Do you think that they their duty of care or their their concern for him was lessened because they felt like he was leaving the franchise? Is that what you mean? Yeah. That's a fair conspiracy theory. I'm not saying that it's not true, but but you saw – what's um their GM's name? What's his called? Bob what's Myers. Bob Myers. So – his emotional press conference after the game to announce KD's injury. Now, what he so clearly everyone in the world that has an interest in this would know, would have known, would have thought the same thing, I guess. And that, and that was was that either Jesus, the medical staff have made a bad call there, or he's been pressured into playing, right? Yeah. But no one really said that ultimately the choice to walk out there and play. Is KD's choice, right? Like oh, totally, and yep. and even he came out and said, "I'm a competitor. I, what I was born to do was play basketball." He's an adult, and I didn't want to. And 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 it was my call to play. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to let my team down in the sense of, you know, I wanted to be out there. I wanted to play for the championship. Now, there's a, obviously uh, we all know KD is a bit of a different character, and you know he's had his. Issues with burner accounts and, you know, like taking things to heart and, and really sort of, you know, um, taking a lot of the criticism that comes his way personal. Yeah. So there's a line of thinking out there as well that, you know, like KD shouldered a lot of this sort of criticism and, you know, being called soft and, you know. Yeah. Um, and then there was even reports saying that his own teammates and people within the Warriors were questioning his commitment and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So in a way... Maybe he did feel a bit pressured to come back and he made the yep. call to do it. And that's exactly what I think happened. Yeah. That's what I think is more likely. I think what's what's absolutely happened here is is that KD is a sensitive person, but he's a very competitive person. And he's also a person that values the opinion of not just others, but more importantly, probably his teammates and his colleagues around him, right? Of course. And and so what I feel like he's done is it's not being pressured into playing, but I feel like he would have felt an obligation to come back and try at least. Yes. Because if he was healthy, then he would have played in game four. Yep. Right? Like, I, I don't think there was any coincidence that he made his comeback in an elimination game. Right? And I think that speaks volumes about the fact that he would have wanted, he would have felt like he, not that he had no choice, but that he would have felt an obligation to come back because he, he yeah. wanted to, to help out, you know? And do you buy And I don't the, think um, that that's a bad thing. I don't think that that's a bad thing on either side. When you're part of something that these guys have been a part of, I think it's probably fairly reasonable to feel like yeah. you want to come back and play. And, you know, I've got no doubt KD 
loves his teammates and his teammates love him. Um, you know, a lot of people don't don't agree with his decision to to join these guys in the first place. And and there's always rumours or there's always talk about how he hasn't necessarily fit in. Yeah. Like as in it's been KD and the Warriors, right? Like yeah. not the Warriors and the Warriors and, and the Warriors are Steph's team, and you know, like uh, he well, there's uh, some he joined a team that had already won, yeah. and blah blah blah. And what did he actually add to them? Well, what he added to them was the best player in the game, probably. Like, you know, and, and while while this thought is hot in my mind, I'll you know I mentioned this in our group chat again today that uh, in the five years that the Warriors have been in the finals, they've only won one championship without Kevin Durant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so th- absolutely. That, that actually speaks to, to the guy's value. And of course it would because he's one of the top two, three players in the, in the, in the entire NBA. That's right. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, what's interesting about this is, so, okay, let's bring up the other injury that happened today in this game. And it hasn't happened yet because we're only in the first quarter with six minutes to go. But Clay Thompson rips his ACL in half yeah. in this game. Now, this is a guy who has already missed a game in this series with a hamstring injury. Yep. And so before we started watching this, we were saying, well, what relationship did the hamstring injury have with an ACL? Do you know what I mean? Same concept. Yeah. Now, so what now happens to the Warriors, now they've lost this series, and their two biggest free agents, or restricted free agents, now have season-ending injuries, basically, for next year. Yeah, I mean, a, c- a couple of telling points. Uh, Kevin Durant elected to have his surgery in New York. Um, now, whether... Um, uh, that's not because the Knicks are there. No, 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 but... That's you know, because the best doctors are there. Exactly. So if the best hospitals. If you've got the best doctors in the best hospitals, where do you want to rehab? Oh, well, rehab, yeah, but that's not... That, that's not going to weigh into his decision. These well, guys have got so much money, they could fly... He could fly from Oakland to... Well, of course he could. It wouldn't matter. Yeah? Yeah, I suppose. Um, you, but you're, you think he's gone from the Warriors, right? You I think it doesn't matter, he's already I, gone. I, I predicted at the start of the year, I, I actually think that... You did that say this. There was more of a chance of him leaving if they won uh, than if they lost. Oh, Kawhi. But, he's but, so good. But mm. I, I think there's actually going to be... Kawhi. Whether it's true or not, there's going to be a lot of, you know, agendas and, and, and planted stories and, and, and articles written. Bogey, you know, not, so bad. Not necessarily factual. Yeah, Just yeah. about, um, you know, the medical care and, uh, you know, were the Warriors liable? You know, did they have, um, did they give all the information? Trying to, you know, people that want him out of there, want him in, in New York. Yeah. You know, are there going to be stories out there that's going to sort of, you know. I feel like you I feel like this story has still got a couple of chapters to be written. 100%. Like the whole story about his injury and all that kind of stuff. No, the the word malpractice has been thrown out there. There's there's all this sort of, you know, liability, duty of care. Yeah. Um, You know, and I guess once the dust dust settles on this series, um, when free agency's, you know, a few days away, Mm. I fully expect to uh, be some pretty damning sort of articles, true or not, uh, regarding the treatment of Durant from the Warriors. Mm. And, and whether that's going to impact on his decision to sign or re-sign. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it, Thompson's injury also, too, is going to play in, into into how they treat Durant. I mean, Thompson's going to be out for a year. So, Durant's will, his ACL out for a year. Rehab, will his ACL rehab take a full year? Probably Not will. a full year, probably seven, eight months. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, and, and Achilles is the worst injury you can have for, as a basketballer. Yeah, well, it's basically a full year out, isn't it? Yeah. Like, there's just no real choice. Um, but, you know, you've got Durant. 
So if he if he if he op- opts in to his contract, which he won't, but if, if he would, you know the Warriors are on the hook for thirty million dollars for a player that isn't going to play. What's a what's he what's he eligible for as a as a contract anyway with the Warriors? It's about it'd be more than thirty million. So a they can he can sign what's known as a super supermax. So his existing team can offer him that fifth year. Okay, so he can so so it's not so it's not a, a bigger amount per year. It's one extra year yeah, on the right. deal. Yeah. So if he was to go to the Knicks, the most they can offer him is a four year deal yeah. at around about starting at about thirty eight million in the first year and it scales up to around really, about 40 to 44 really, million. Would he really be at the point in his career where he'd be considering that he wanted a, like a, would a four or a five year deal make that big a difference to him? Like, if he's going to play after four more years, someone's probably still going to pay him a fair bit of money or someone's still going to give him a contract to sit on the end of the yeah. bench. Like, I mean, your average person should... Like, he's not, not going to be out of the league in four years, is it? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, your normal person... Any um, rush of that. Like. Should have the ability to manage, you know, good, you know, two or three hundred million dollars over your career. But, uh, you know, these guys do have a history of blowing all their cash on That's various true. things. We've just watched Marc Gasol, like, dunder, tell you what. dunder down the lane to the basket. Now, who just got in front of him there? That, that was, was McKinney. Dead set. You wouldn't do that, would you? He stood in front of the big Spaniard like it was, Olay, on your way. Gasol's going to go to the line here and he's a... Probably a so this replay uh, of Mark Gasol, like big dunders like that, big white dunders. Him running down a key unopened is very reminiscent of me playing one on one against my six year old son in the driveway. Yeah, of me clearing clearing him out of the road and me attempting a dunk on an eight foot rim, but missing it. Like a little bit like Gasol did there. Did um, <laughs> it's carbon copy. Did Rio get under the basket and take a charge? Like no, he got out of the road. He was scared. Did he? It's a good choice, Rio. Yeah, well done. Um, so where were we? Oh yeah. So so the Warriors contract situation. So I think t- Clay Thompson's injury on the sideline there may um, impact because you know th- they might have two guys that are eligible for maximum contracts. Yeah. They're going to miss a year. Yeah, that's right. So then w- then then the Warriors go right. Well, we're moving into a new stadium. This is a big year for us. Yeah. Are we willing to pay in excess of sixty five seventy million dollars for two blokes that aren't going to play? So they're going to take up. Yeah, sixty percent of our salary cap, maybe more. Um, and and does and so who owns the Warriors? Steve Bulmer doesn't he? Is no, that? no, no. A guy called Joe Lacob. Oh, Joe Lacob, right? Oh, Bulmer owns the Clippers, though. Yeah. So what does Joe Lacob do? Is he, he's a tech entrepreneur or something? Is oh, he? Is well, he's got a lot of money. He's a billionaire. Yeah. I don't think it matters what they do. I'm sure he probably wouldn't care too much. Yeah. Sure. But but you're right though. I did read the other day that say the Warriors. So this was a hypothetical. If the Warriors re-sign KD and Clay Thompson this off-season to max contracts, and then Draymond Green, who's a free agent next year, gets signed to a max contract, yep. because of the luxury tax penalties that they will incur, that their payroll with just those guys will be three hundred million dollars. And the luxury so tax th- bill, all up. Yeah. You know how much that is? How much? One point six billion. One point six billion dollars. So that I think that's unprecedented in any professional sport. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So he's a venture capitalist, like he's yeah he's a venture capitalist, old Lacob. So he just invests in stuff and it makes him rich. You know he bought the Warriors for three hundred twenty-five or three seventy-five million. Yeah. At the time, and at the time, people thought um, they over overpaid. Yeah. But because uh, the Warriors were rubbish. Well, their their value is something in excess of about three to four billion now. Mm. So he's he's, he's done. Oh, right. so hold on a second. So. Um, 
I've just seen an advertisement here on ESPN for the NBA draft coming up in about a week's time. One week. Now, let me ask you a question. Let's do a little bit of a throwback here, Streety. Yeah. What's happened to Zion Williamson's shoe deal? Hasn't been announced yet. Well, they'd want to hurry up. It'll come next week. We'll watch Will it come the before the draft? Yep. After the draft. Duffy reckons after the draft. Why do you reckon after the draft, Duffy? Well, they already well, know we he's know going to New Orleans. He's going to New Orleans. But, I mean, uh, yeah. Mate, I, I'm still saying your claim that he's going to take the biggest the record for the biggest rookie shoe deal is a load of shit. Now that he's in New Orleans, I think my call is in uh, is wavering. It's, it's not looking good. But yeah. if he, if he, but you uh, never put that caveat on it that he no, had to go I, to a I big didn't, market. I didn't. So I got to stick with what I said. You got a bit. You got a rush of blood. No, I think it was, it was pretty reasonable. Away. It'll be up there. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean the Warriors. So two of their, you know, three best players out for next year. Yeah. Um, pretty fair amount of money to have sitting on the sidelines, right? Oh, it's a lot. But the reason they're sitting on the sidelines is because you tried to win a championship with them and pushed them back out there. Not physically, but, you know, like you know, mental you disintegration. For the Kevin Durant injury, I can say with 100% certainty, not having an ounce of medical uh, nous to me, yeah. that that injury was linked. I don't have any, any doubt, nor do the majority um, of basketball press or people who are involved in the game would say, yeah. yep, to- totally related. <laughs> Clay Thompson's injury with his knee. I mean, he went up for a dunk. A guy, you know, defended him and Clay landed badly. You know, we, we see Could that happen. Could happen any time. Could happen any time. That, that was unlucky. It's yeah. unfortunate. Um, Fair enough. You know, and, and testament to Clay, um, he um, got up, shook it off. I mean, it looked bad. We straight away, we kind of said, oh, he's done <coughs> his ACL for sure the way it's gone. Mm. The man went down the tunnel. If he had got subbed and someone else had taken his foul shots, he couldn't come back in the game. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, screw that. I'm going back in. Walks back on, hits two foul shots. And then gets subbed out, and then they go, "No, yeah. mate, you're, you're screwed." Yeah. So uh, tough character, Clay so, Thompson. So go back over that again, because I saw the footage of Clay coming back out to shoot his free throws. Why do you have to come back out? I thought you could choose who shot the free throws. Yeah, you can. Doesn't the coach no, get no, to choose? No, who no, choose no, no. You can throw? choose, but if a if a other if a player other than the guy that's supposed to shoot him, if a player comes on and shoots it, then the player who got subbed out. Can't come back on the court. Oh, so so well, they weren't sure whether he could. So they were worried at the time that he may want to come back to the game. Yes, yes. So sure if that. if his injury wasn't oh. serious, if he had to just oh, you so know, if you sign him, if you if you sign, yeah. If so, if, sorry, sorry. If you sub him out, and someone else shoots shoot your foul shots, you don't. Not allowed to you come can't come back. come back at all in the game. No. It's finished. Jeez, what if you had like a just a small head knock or something? What if you? So you got to walk to the foul line, and then you got to knock your concussed. shots. And Surely they've got to look at that rule. It's ridiculous. That's unbelievable. What does that even present? Does that so does that prevent teams from going? Well, that bloke's now hurt. Bring on our best free throw shooter and totally. shoot the shot. Yep. Shit. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um. Yeah, maybe. Like I suppose that could work. Yeah, but you could just tee him up for that shit and just go, no, nah, yeah. unsportsmanlike. You can't do it. Get off. Yeah. So should just use a bit of common sense. DeMarcus Cousins. Okay, here's a question for you, boys. DeMarcus Cousins, is, was he a positive signing for the Warriors this year or was, is, he a, is he a waste of space for them? 
don't he, feel he, like he's added. He much. had his moments. I mean, let's not forget, he's an all-star player com- coming off a, uh, an Achilles injury himself. But they signed him for five million dollars. So I mean, it's a risk that you w- you take, wouldn't you? You take every time. Y- right? You do it. I mean, it's, it's Kawhi it's just a, blocks Steph Curry. Get it's out. A, it's a no-brainer. Oh, it pulls up nicely. Man, splash. the guy he's, he's amazing. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, the water boy. Kawhi um, Leonard. <laughs> So, you know, I think... What a uh, legend. Bobby Boucher Leonard. Boogie Cousins, is he, do you think he'll be back with the Warriors next year? Do you uh, think he's no. gone? Do you think some team will be silly enough to pay him a lot of money? Yeah, someone like someone who's rubbish, like Sacramento or something like that. Oh, that's what he played for. They got rid of Sorry, him. Sorry, not Sacramento. Like Phoenix, I mean. Like Phoenix yeah. will send money his way or something, you know? Someone who's... Because there's a lot of free agent money out there available this year, right? And... Yeah, like somewhere in the east, like Indiana or Atlanta yeah. is probably a good shot. I think maybe if the Warriors might be smart um, to maybe offer him a bit more and say, hey, listen, you know, you obviously weren't your best. You're not going to get maximum money out, out there. Um, you're a little bit under your market value. Why don't you sign another one-year deal with us? Uh, uh, we've got he, two guys out. How many more one-year deals has he got left in him before he's someone – no one's – his value is not going to increase, I think. If well, if he signs a one-year deal, how many players do you see on one-year deals? I'll tell you what he should do. is He should go and sack his agent who recommended that he should go to free agency in the first place. Because wasn't he loaded up on a pretty decent deal with Sacramento anyway? They, they didn't want to sign him to the max. Didn't they? they? Yeah, so he had the option of the rookie extension, signing him to a max. Yeah, right. But then they um, they declined it. They were, they were hesitant, and rightfully so. And then they traded him Nick at All-Star Nurse Weekend. Currently arguing with the referee that he... Now, this is maybe... Uh, so, we're in San Francisco, not far from um, Silicon Valley. One of the coaches, assistant coaches from the Raptors, gets a holdout coffee cup, like a horn, and he's talking through it like a uh, mo- like a megaphone. It. Is he one of the assistants? Yep, Jamal McGlure, former NBA All-Star, one-time All-Star. Jesus, and there's like 12 assistants or 15 assistants there. What's everybody's role? Oh, so Curry just launches a three-quarter court shot that didn't miss by a lot. End of the first quarter, Raptors up 33-32. And on their way to their first title. Yeah, so Maka, Raptors. Now, i, I got to honestly say, I haven't ran into many, if any, uh, Toronto Raptors fans. Yep. So let's hear the story of how you became a Raptor boy. Okay, so... Because a few people have asked me this. Because obviously, whenever your team wins a championship and someone didn't know that you were a Raptors fan, they always go, "Oh, you bandwagon jumper, all that sort of stuff." Let me tell you, mate, I've suffered through the Oliver Millers as our starting centre on the Toronto Raptors. Right. I, so I can definitely so, vouch for your authentic so, Raptor fandom. That's right. You so, are legit. You you are as much a Raptor fan as I'm right. a Cronulla Shark fan. So. Let me tell you, my journey with the NBA itself started when I first got into basketball when I was like eight years old, right? Now, back then in what would have been the late 80s, I guess, there wasn't too many teams that you were a fan of because you didn't see many games. If you weren't a fan of the Chicago Bulls because of Jordan, then you had you to like the Celtics or the Lakers. You must have somehow, you're either older than me or you must have somehow had access to games that I didn't see. Because really all we ever saw was was the was the Jordan games, right? Yeah. So I was by default a fan of the Bulls because I was a fan of Jordan because he was the best player in the game at the time. And Christ, they won everything at that stage anyway. So I'd be happy to admit at that stage I was a bandwagon Bulls fan. Well, you know, we didn't see – there wasn't much – all the NBA that we pretty much saw in Australia was Chicago Bulls. Yeah. So 
You kind now, of now. I wasn't a diehard Bulls fan in the sense of like go Bulls, but you're a Jordan fan. I was a Jordan and everybody fan. Everybody was. I had a Jordan jersey and all that sort of stuff. Right? There, there wasn't anyone that didn't like Jordan. But then for a couple of years, like probably after the Jordan era, and it was as a circumstance more of where I was just a fan of the game, right? Like yep. so, um, and then back in the early two thousands. I, you boys know, I, like my partner at the time and I went over and spent some time living in Vancouver in Canada. Yep. And I will say that that the, the biggest thing responsible for my fanship of the Toronto Raptors is the fact that in Canada, they only showed Toronto Raptors games. <laughs> like TSN, they must have had some weird pay, pay TV deal where it was like all, you know, when NBA League Pass, you can buy just the pass for one team. Well, I think the whole of Canada just bought the pass for the Toronto Raptors. Now, that was the year I think they – and maybe we'll have to look this up, but I'm pretty sure – 2007, 8, 9. I'm pretty sure they that. drafted like Joey Dorsey out of maybe Oklahoma State or somewhere. Or I can't remember where he came from. Like they – so anyway, basically what I watched when I was living in Vancouver, Canada was 82 Toronto Raptors games and – at the time, I didn't really have a team, right? Like, I was just a fan of the game. But you start to go, mate, I don't mind this. Like, go to the Raptors because they're on every second bloody night. And I love basketball. And so I just watched it. So the seeds were planted there. And then, you know, as you, like, basically, you just start following them and then that's your team. So, yep. you know, but I, you know, obviously you follow them through their, you know, when they were a franchise basically the first year they're an, uh, an expansion franchise and, you know, then when they drafted Vince Carter and all that sort of stuff and Damon Stoudemire was massive for them at that particular point in time. Oh, Mighty Mouse and, you know, but that was before I was a fan. But, you know, I've been a fan now for 15 years or so. Yep. And that finally delivered. You got We one. the North. We the North. So uh, here's a couple of interesting yeah, it's stats. It's satisfying over the Warriors, right? So that's my story of why I'm a Raptors yeah, fan. It's a good story. So basketball is widely considered as an American sport. But yep. Dr. James Naismith, who, who invented basketball, was in fact Canadian himself. He was. And the first ever NBA game was actually held in Toronto. Yep. So many ways, this is, uh, you know, basketball's come full circle for... It's a homecoming. ...for Canada here. De- definitely a homecoming. The Larry O'Brien trophy. And here's another bit of information that you may be or may not be privy to. The, Toron- the, rat- the nickname Raptors was actually uh, won in a f- uh, competition. So there was yeah. a public fan vote to name the Toronto team that was coming in the, into the NBA in the 94-95 season. Yeah. Um, and it, the, it came down to – I can't remember the, the other two, but uh, it came down to the Toronto Huskies, yep. which was the sentimental favourite. Yep. Uh, the original team was known as the Toronto Huskies. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this. So I'm not saying yep. And then uh, – the team, the name, the Raptors actually won the competition off the back of the popularity of Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. The movie. So, as we all know, dinosaurs and all that sort of stuff. Were massive Jurassic at the Park time. was massive. Yeah. Um, and there was such an outpouring of popularity for dinosaurs that someone thought it would be good to just thro- throw the Raptors name in there. Um, but all the kids loved it and it was a great sort of marketing thing at the time. So, I they, they like went with Raptors. Yeah, having followed the team for... You know, a number of years now. I feel like there has been a bit of... I, that story's a good story because the team is a little bit... Um, 
struggled to accept the identity of the Raptors over the years. They've gone through a number of different logos, a number of different kind of um, uniform changes, all that sort of stuff. Now they're kind of right into it and that's their identity, the Raptors. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't call them anything else. But I feel like it took them a while to accept that that's what they were called and, you know, like, you know, oh, the mighty Raptors. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they were rubbish for a long time. Well, they were. They were very bad. And, I mean, yeah. their, their initial colours they had were sort of um, non-traditional basketball colours yeah. in the sense that it was uh, – you had um, purple. Yeah. You had a bright red, a black. Yeah. And a – what's known, they called it a Naismith silver in yeah. honour of Canadian veteran basketball James Naismith who we just referenced. Yeah. Um, the logo, which was a cartoon dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, was very popular amongst fans. Yeah. Um, and at the end of 1994 – the Raptors were sort of seventh in the league in merchandise sales. Yep. So it just goes to show you that um, popular culture definitely has an effect on on professional sports. Absolutely. Um, for 2008, 2009, um, they dropped purple and they yeah. went with the predominantly red and white colour theme and added some black in there, yeah. which obviously red and white being the Canadian flag sort of ties in nicely. Yeah. And it's um, a good idea. They needed to get away from the purple. Although it's good on a throwback jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, purple Vince Carter jerseys. And yes, yes. Like. I mean, it's always... Uh, it's a much maligned jersey. People, um, it's, it's a love or hate thing. Um, yeah. I remember as a kid, um, one of my parents' friends travelled to Canada and he came back with two caps and they were a limited edition of 5,000 each. Yep. Collector caps yep. of uh, the Toronto Raptors. Yep. Uh, I had like 1,976 of 5,000. Yep. And then the other one was a uh, Memphis, uh, no, uh, Vancouver Grizzlies Vancouver cap, Grizzlies. which I've still got, but I'm, I'm not sure where that Raptors one is. It's, it's somewhere. here at my house. You gave it to me. Did I? Yep. Really? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. There you go. I was wondering yeah. where it went. That's right. Well, it's yeah. in good hands. Well, I'm happy that's the case. I don't know case. if you gave it to me or whether I just took it. No, oh, it sounds like I might have just taken it. I think you did. Yes, you did house it my place back in 2006, so maybe you stole it. Yeah, I did probably. Probably left you a couple of presents in your house too. I think you did. Yeah, that's right. So... So my love of the Raptors has been long and frustrating over the years. Most frustrating in probably the last couple of years because the Raptors were on the cusp of greatness but couldn't quite, couldn't quite put it together in the playoffs, right? Uh. Like a couple of great regular season records and then absolutely nothing in the playoffs. And the biggest turning point for this franchise, clearly no one could argue this, is the trade in this last off-season for Kawhi Leonard, right? Well, hold on, hold on a second. LeBron James signed the Lakers before that. What? Yeah. Well, LeBron James was the biggest roadblock for the Raptors. Then he left the Eastern Conference to go west. No, that's not And then true. Kawhi Leonard came on board. No, that's not true. So my question that's is, do you think LeBron deserves a championship ring? <laughs> for the for moving to the west, yeah, allowing oh, allowing the Raptors to easily get past. No, I don't believe that he, that uh, he deserves a championship. I'm man. just stirring you up oh, here. No, look at you, you, you're biting. I did bite. I did. I was you're like, biting what? like a bloody no. shark on a dead whale carcass. Oh, look at you. No, there you go, guys. Thirty five minutes in, in, our first sharks reference. So, <laughs> nah, like you did get me to bite. Then you got me a good one. Actually, I'll pay that. <laughs> Fair dinkum. I was like, what? What are you talking about? No. Um, I did, so, I the Kawhi Leonard trade, it's never really made sense to me. Clearly, there was a lot of weird stuff going on in San Antonio, right? Like, he did not want to play for that franchise after a while. And he, 
he he got burned, um, and you know we, we we may never know the story, but there was, in short, Leonard said he was injured, much the same as KD. He yeah. said no. Um, the medical staff said you're cleared, you should play. His teammates revolted against him, saying, yeah. "Mate, you should be playing. What's wrong with you? Don't leave us in the lurch. You know yeah. you you're not one of us." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, Leonard stuck to his guns and said, "No, mate, I know my body. I know I'm not I'm not good to go. I can't <laughs> perform at my best." Yeah. Um. And then he said, well, you know, fuck you, I'm out of here, trade me. Yeah. Um, and then it got to the, it was a stalemate. He only yeah. played nine games that year. And then eventually uh, the Raptors traded a, uh, their, you know, long-time franchise player. DeMar DeRozan, who a couple of weeks ago came out and said, like, anyway, I think we spoke about this. Called time. himself a sacrificial lamb. Like, no, come on, mate, you weren't that good. Like, just go and enjoy your millions in the off-season. Go away. But the interesting story with uh, Leonard for the non-basketball preview people is this guy also is a free agent and it's it's been widely rumoured that, you know, being traded from a team to a destination that he wouldn't have picked in the first place was like, I want to go to California. I want to I be in the warm weather. I want to so be, be near my family. Um, so is there irony here, Streety? Did the, do you think the Spurs traded him to Toronto to spite him? Yes. And 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 to sucked in. We couldn't send you anywhere further away. Totally, and and to get him out of the conference because obviously he's a good player, so they didn't want to have to you play him. Too Duff didn't want to have to play him four times a year. What was that, kind Duffy? Of similar to that, did he? But he just said, "Yeah, well, that's what." Yeah, right. Um, well, that's pretty. Duff, spiteful. man, can you um just come sit on next to me on this couch? Can you just re- uh, reiterate that comment? Duffy's just basically, Duffy's a bit nervous. What he's basically said is is that the Spurs traded him. To the Raptors deliberately to spite him because they wanted to send him as far away from where he wanted to go as possible, right? Hundred percent correct. Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, it's, That's it's pretty it, spiteful, isn't it? Like yeah. A professional. So, so Leonard has actually come out and said, "I hate, I, I, I hate the cold weather." Yeah. So the two coldest NBA cities are Toronto yeah. and yeah. Uh, and Minnesota. Yeah. Toronto's cold, man. Like <laughs> yeah. really cold. It's a, it's a yeah. It's not an exciting city. And it's a bit of a dive anymore. Like, was. Anyway, but like I love the NBA team, but I wouldn't live there. Um, so what about so okay so does Leonard stay around at the Raptors now that he's won a championship? Oh, I've got an opinion on this, but I want to appreciate it. It's it's easier for him to leave now, yeah, because he wouldn't sign there as a free agent. He was traded, right? Yeah. Um, he can't be begrudged if he leaves because he came there for a year. He won him a championship. Absolutely not. Yep. I, so he would go with my full blessing. So yeah, I, I think not he's that got he needs any of. The half blessing or whatever they call this, but I think he's got the full uh, full blessing by the Canadian public to go. Yeah, we'd love to have you, but yeah. it was good while it lasted. Exactly, I agree. And you know what? As a Toronto Raptors fan, he can go and sign wherever he wants. You know, it's like he's, it's, he's brought it's us what we want. It's like right? having a summer romance with yeah. with uh, the, the, the the hot bird from down the street who yeah. who lives elsewhere, but she's just back for the summer. Do you know what it's like? It's like when you came back to school after, and you said, "Oh, mate." I made out with the hottest chick at summer. You wouldn't know her though. She lives up the road. She lives up in. Uh, she lives a couple of hours away. She doesn't go to our school. You don't. No one's heard of her, but she was hot. You know. Yeah. Well, we actually bought our hot chick out in the open. And she won us a championship. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but Leonard's a bit of a weird guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's not very predictable. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if. If basically he was just a renter player for a year for us, and then see you later, Kawhi. I, I'd be surprised if he re-signs with us, to be honest. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it 50-50 because I, th- Duffy I think... reckons 50-50. I, I think, you know, he's a bit of a weird dude, so he might just go, no, Drake, oh, I'm on a pretty nice. good thing here. Um, you know, I'm kind of out of the spotlight to some degree. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to stay, but I'll tell you what. If I had the choice to live in a, a temperate climate in California with, with little to no rain and sunshine 300 days a year, yeah, as opposed to the hellish winters that Toronto offers, I agree. And the NBA season is during the winter. Yep. Screw that, mate. I've won, yeah. I've won you guys the chip. I'm, this I'm, is what I'm I feel. Right? Like I don't think he. If they had a lost the championship, I don't think he would have stayed either. Right. No. Like I. But I like he now. He will be welcomed back to Toronto. In every visit, and you can do with zero to leave. You right? can do it with like zero animosity. That's right, exactly. Yeah, that's right. And you know, like I would, he would go as he's going to go down as a franchise legend because he bought us our first title, right? If yeah. we don't, if if we have Demar Derozan, we do not participate in the NBA finals. Should the, should and they we do not win? Should the Raptors, if he leaves, immediately retire his number two? No, you, you don't think they should retire his number? Not immediately. Well, I mean, you have to wait five years. I think is the rule, but um, is it? Well, I, yeah, you would, you would, you probably consider it. But he has only played a year for us, and it, like sixty-six the, games plus playoffs. Bringing the title is a, is is fantastic and very welcome. I don't think it makes you a like retiring his jersey might be a stretch. I think I they'll do it. Like you're getting me at an emotional time because the Raptors have just won, so maybe I'd say yes. I think. But if, uh, if, but you, my if you consider says, if you consider down. the Raptors' history, what they've been through, hmm. what they well, what they put on the line to get him, what he's delivered, yeah, I, I think I think having his jersey retired after one season is on the cards. That and would I, be unprecedented. I actually think I think they it would be unprecedented, but I think the Raptors would do it. They probably would. We're a pretty classy franchise, and and actually. I think it's deserved. Yeah, you know, honestly, th- Drake can. Like this was the first. The uh, it wasn't. It wasn't only the Raptors' first championship ever. It yeah. was um, the first championship by a Canadian professional sports team that Drake supports since 1993. Yeah, that's right. That's, a, that's pretty and crazy. Who won in 1993? The Toronto, NBA? the Toronto Blue Jays. No. Who was oh, the, the baseball. Yeah, Toronto, yeah. Toronto Blue Jays. And it's kind of weird when you think that the NHL, rife of Canadian teams, haven't won a championship in that long. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Their own sport. Well, the Maple Leafs have been. Have been a little bit like the Raptors in that they're always a great regular season team, and they go into the to the finals and shit their pants. So we'll see. But anyway, the Raptors have got there now, so wouldn't mind flying over to Toronto and going for the championship parade. I'll definitely be buying a shirt. Gonna get a shirt? Yeah, for sure. Might even get a hat. Nice. Yeah. Good I one. Treat myself, mate. Don't worry about that. So. So if Leonard leaves, where does he go? LA? Oh, he has to, right? Clippers or Lakers? Clippers. Clippers. Yeah. You can't like if you're Leonard, you you can't go. It's the same reason why Durant won't go to the Lakers. You can't go play with LeBron. So no KD to the Lakers. Who's going to the Lakers? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis will get traded there shortly. Really? No. Anthony trade Davis will go in free agency next year, Duffy. No. So he gets traded somewhere. The trade else. will happen in the next Maybe six he days. Maybe he's traded to Toronto. Fred Van Vliet's available. Well, that may not happen because it, okay, all right. So, let, so we talk about Leonard. the The other big sort of key personnel was their general manager, this guy called Masai, Masai Ujiri, a Kenyan yeah, bloke. Yeah, yeah. He um 
Got he, into a bit of a scuffle with the cops yeah, after. Yeah, he got a bit of a scuffle. The they wouldn't let him. They? they didn't know who he was, so they wouldn't let him. So he landed one on old mate's chin. Apparently punched, <laughs> a, punched a cop saying, let yeah. me on. Um, Not the greatest look. So th- th- this GM was recruited by an, a different team. He, he mm. was originally with the Denver Nuggets, came across to Toronto, um, has been known as, you know, a bit of a risk taker, not, not afraid to make a deal. Now, normally, NBA um, is fairly risk adverse in, 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 in a lot of things. And making a trade for a player that's likely to walk after a year when you're giving up a, an all-star is, isn't necessarily the, the done thing. But, uh, you know, Masai went, went against the grain, made the trade. It's yep. paid off dividends. Now there's some it's talk that another team are willing to offer him, this is the general manager, $10 million per year to move to Washington to run their basketball. Washington Wizards. Yeah. They can't do any worse. They're pretty bad now. They are bad. But $10 million? Ten, yeah, up to... Does he really? Ten, ten just yelling down the camera on ESPN. I could do I'm that. I'm Stephen A. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I think if the Raptors lose Ujiri... Yeah. Then I think Leonard's probably that, that that would increase the likelihood of him leaving because if he goes, well, this is the guy that put together this team. If I don't know who's going to come in, but I don't not sure if he can do as good a job as this guy. Yep. Well, they have to get better for next year. We have to get better than Danny Green because he did nothing. So, so Masai, ten million dollars is a lot of money to pay somebody to be the general manager of your team, but if you're the Washington Wizards. I kind of feel like you might as well. Yeah. I mean, it, good luck to, to Masai. Like, he, you know, he's translated basically one trade into a title. He has. Into $10 million a year. And, you know, we, we've seen well, I suppose over he bought Marc Gasol throughout the year yeah, too. That was a good trade. I mean, he, he's, made, he's made good deals. It's, he's paid dividends. Yeah. Um, and uh, another guy that came across in this trade was Danny Green, the starting shooting guard. And Do you see what his line was from today? No shots. Danny Green didn't take a shot. No, didn't take a shot. 18 minutes of play, didn't take a shot. Really? Shit. Yeah, you don't usually see that, do you? I, did, I didn't look at the box score. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he didn't take a shot. That's pretty unusual for someone not to take a shot. I mean, he carved even up even by accident. I take shots. A couple of years ago, he carved up the uh, Miami Heat <laughs> in those final series. Couldn't miss. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, back to Masai Ujiri. Um, a little bit of philanthropist, um, having African roots. He d- does a lot of work there. You know, perhaps what he does, what he can do through basketball with his other sort of things, with Africa and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe being in Washington, the political eye in that sort of environment can open more doors for his outside of basketball interests. Yeah, I reckon the $10 million would bring you there too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of course. I don't know about, like, the other stuff probably. If you want talent, you've got to pay for talent. You won't pay me $10 million, I'll go live in bloody Memphis and I'll ring up Washington. Like, I don't know. Yeah. $10 $10 million a year, you wouldn't turn down. So if, so if the report's true, if someone's offering him $10 million and he doesn't take it, well, he's an idiot. Like, what, so. what more can you achieve? I mean, the, is it likely that Raptors win it next year? I think it's, you oh, know, I'd, I'd give it a, a, a 10% chance at most. Well, uh, well the, the betting market's open straight after the game for next year's championship, as they so often do. Who are favourites? Warriors. Can't be. That's, I don't know, mate. That's yeah. A, yeah. Why? No Durant, no Clay Thompson. You can't turn with their favourites. But he's injured. He's missing the season. <coughs> but he'll be back. He'll be back for the finals. Like for the playoffs and stuff. Yeah, no. I'm not buying that. Well, that's who they installed as the favourite. You know who's going to come out favourites? Lakers. Or s- the, Lakers or s- the Lakers, Lakers are going to start the season favourites. The Lakers? Yeah. 
No way. They're a basket case. I know, but th- this is what's going to happen. They're going to trade for AD. They'll get another free agent. They're going to start out with, you know... Like Seriously, mate, you just need... How you start is not how you finish, I'm just saying. Yeah, but all I'm saying is you need to leave LeBron alone, mate. He must be tired, like, because you can't ride him the whole time. I'm not. I'm just saying he's watching this right. going, you, you beauty. Like, check it out. Clay's injured. He's out for the year. The Warriors aren't going to beat me next year when I get when I, when I get my guys. Who's he going to get? AD. He'll only get Davis in the trade. No. If, if they get Davis in a trade... They'll sign a free agent. They'll sign Kemba Walker. Here we go. You know what? He just come out and said he'll take a loss. Nah, that's all bullshit. At Charlotte. Who's going to go to Charlotte though? You don't sign to Charlotte. You've got to trade. Who, who, who do they have to trade? DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins. He might be a guy that goes there. Yeah. That's where I reckon you'll go. DeMarcus. Maybe Clay Thompson goes there. Does Clay Thompson leave the Warriors? No. He's a Warrior lifer. You reckon? Yeah. Steph Curry, Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. All right, so he, he, here's a question. With in, in light of today... Um, no, I do not love LeBron as much no, as you do. No, 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 you don't. That's no. correct. Will the Warriors win another championship in the next five years? Uh, no, I don't believe they will. You think will. the window's closed? I believe it has. I remember in our podcast for the season preview, I said this is the end of the Warriors as we know it. Mm. I said that and I'm, I, I believe this will come to pass. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I think what's fantastic about that is they've set the standard for the league, right? Yeah. And then what happens is is the league adjusts. Like everyone whinges about, you know, oh, well, they were loaded and they went 72 and 10 or however, 73 and 9. But they didn't win the championship that year. Now, but what happens is the league adjusts and everybody else kind of gets a bit stronger. I mean... Two players, you know, are, uh, two players have single-handedly changed the way that the NBA has been played. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I mean, if those guys weren't as good as shooters as they are and mm. didn't hit as many threes as they have, yeah. the league would be a totally different game. Now, now what we have is, you know, like um, you know, pe- people replicate success, so they they try and put their own spin on a model that works. You know, so all these teams are like, you know. Picking players that can shoot and building rosters, you know, based on analytics and, and probability of shots and where's the best place to take a shot. Well, if, the, if this is the best place to take a shot, this is the sort of player we want. Yeah. So then they, you know, recruit shooters and, okay, we want big guys to shoot. So then you have everyone shooting. Um, and now that this is coming to an end, Toronto have started a, uh, a new sort of, you know, well, they won by getting a player that, you know, may not stick around. We, we, we're on yeah. a one-year flyer. Um, you know, we're going to go with the one one superstar model and, and build a, a a good defensive role playing team around him, and then see what happens. Yep, that worked for them. Yep. Um, so now I think what we might see in in the draft and and teams jockeying for you know all stars and trading and things like that, maybe there are a team or two out there that's willing to take a flyer on a on a guy that's got one year left in a deal. That you know. Yep. Well, let's go all in on on so this. Let's see yeah. what happens, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Great screen, Marcus. Oh, he's brought Steph Curry to his knees with a cork. That's going to hurt for the couple yeah, of weeks. Those Spanish knees are tough. Yeah, that's right, they are. So He's full of grace, Marcus, when he moves, isn't he? He is. So as we get into the third quarter here in the – I get stuffed. What? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. He just didn't let him post him up. 
Anyway, we just saw a rubbish call from a rubbish bloke. So we're in the third quarter, uh, one, one minute in, um, in the second half. I'm starting to get more focused on the game than I am on talking. At the yeah, Mac is lo- starting to lock in, but we've got six, a five-point game, Raptors up by five. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty close the whole way through. But Clay Thompson's starting to get a bit hot. Um, so where does he hurt himself? Does he hurt himself in the third quarter? No. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the third quarter. I think there's a few minutes or left. Later. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, we've got uh, the Warriors. This is the end of the Warriors. So, Macca thinks that the, the window's closed. So do well, I. Well, I just feel like... I feel like the league's caught up to them a little bit, right? Like, I feel like the league... When I say the league adjusts, I mean that coaches and... I mean, the amount of coaches that are on teams run strategies to take advantage of their weaknesses, yes. right? For a while, you get bewildered by how strong they are. And then you start to... Say okay, well, let's build a strategy around beating them. You know, so I also think there's a collective sigh of relief that this is over now. Yeah, uh, because you know, I think people have you know it was a good run, and you know, even Curry, it was interesting talking about. Well, I've never had know, a problem with the Warriors in there. No, no, I mean yeah. they've like, they've I been a great, great been a great team to watch. Uh, they've been really good. Um, they've made basketball fun and entertaining, and you know, they've brought a hell of a lot of fans to the game, and yeah. it's created created a lot of interest. But but I do think that uh, you know people are ready. For the league to move on, and they're ready for change. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you know, Curry often is re- is referred to a couple of times in his interviews after the game. You know, it's been a good run. It's been a great great run. It's yeah. Been, been a great five years. So there's. Do you feel like he feels like you know I can feel it, letting it go? Yeah, know? totally. That's I, I, a foul. Steph Curry just hit. Yeah. Like that's rubbish. You, you watch the next one. There's another dumb foul coming up too, soon as well. His arms are. This is rubbish. Lucky so we won. I'd be filthy about this. One thing Steph Curry oh, um, does do a lot. He, he commits a lot of silly Bobby fouls. Bush, hey. Who? Steph Curry. Curry. He's, yeah, he's prone to, a, to some silly fouls. Because he can't play defense, so he just plays from behind and slaps away. Yeah. And I can tell you why I know it, because I do it too. Like, <laughs> so, so the Warriors are gone. LeBron is not going to get his super team in L.A., who is going to win the NBA next year? Because the Raptors will probably be unlikely, especially if they lose Leonard. Well, that's a travel. Here well, we go. Watch this. Anyway. Here's his foul. Oh. And he whinges about that. No, he just fully ha- hacked his arm off. Honestly, doesn't, don't you think Van Vliet looks a bit like Drake? <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Like, don't you reckon, bro? Yeah. Van Vliet also looks like a guy that could pick you up in an Uber from the airport when you fly in. He does too, doesn't he? He's one of those black guys that's not quite black, is he? Like, he's obviously <laughs> got a white mother or something, or, you know? So when he talks about his days on the streets, you think, come on, mate. And he's, he's not come even... Come on, mate. He's, he's he grew up down the road. Middle got, class, middle class. Five foot 11 as well, so he's just, he's just an average dude, average height. Mm. Just a nuggety, solid little pit bull. Great jump stop from the water boy. Well, I, don't, I think that's, that's fine. You reckon that's travel? I think yeah, that's travel. Yeah, I still think it's a travel. Good jump stop from him, but yeah, Drake's just hit a free throw. Um, so, so who do, so who do you think does win the NBA, right? Because and no, you can't say the Lakers, right? You're not allowed to say the Lakers. I can't say the Lakers. No, because I know you'll crap on about the Lakers. What was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've just had a live question come through from one of our idiot mates. Right? Live question? Hey. Who is a San Antonio Spurs fan and Who's he's a bit this? upset about the fact that Kawhi came and won us a championship. <laughs> so he's just asked me, does the Spurs medical staff get a championship ring for this? And my answer to that is 
categorically yes. Because they dropped the ball and shat their pants and didn't handle this very well. Do you know who deserves the ring? Probably Popovich. All right. Greg Popovich because of the poor man management. Here's a, que- he, here's a question for you. If you were faced with a life or death medical procedure, yep. would you choose to have it done by A, the Spurs medical staff, yeah. or B, the Warriors, the Warriors medical, medical staff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably take C, the Knicks staff, because <laughs> clearly that's where the best doctors are. Nah. What do you? That's a good question, actually. Who would at this stage? I'm not so sure you'd have a great deal of confidence. I'm gonna have in to go with the Spurs because we've seen that. Uh, well, you know, um, <coughs> Demarcus Cousins came back from an ACL uh, Achilles. Yeah. He was running and just tore his quad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say Clay Thompson did his hamstring, and then did his knee. Kevin Durant. Um, well, they lied to us about his, his calf strain, which was was more serious. It was always an Achilles, and he was trotted out with an Achilles problem, always and an then Achilles. it popped. Um, you know, the 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 Golden State guys are happy to play Russian roulette with your body. Um, I do for, feel like for the three Warriors, of those guys, trainers, the, and the medical staff probably should brush up their resumes a bit. Uh, yeah, I think they're at risk of. Potentially, there could be a couple of changes in that area within the organisation. Yeah. Because there's got to be a scapegoat for this, I reckon. And they'll, they'll end up sacking somebody for You know, Bob, Bob Myers in his, weeks, in his press conference said, oh, I, I understand the world we live in and you know, I understand this world, referring to the, the NBA world and NBA Twitter. He said, if you're looking for someone to blame, blame me. I run the, I run the basketball department. Yeah, that's easy to say when it first happens. But then wait till the full review happens and then they go, wait on a second, who don't we like? Jeff. Jeff over there. Jeff's a dick. See Je- you, Jeff. You're out. Jeff in accounts. Yeah, Jeff. And they'll ring up someone else in the league and go, can you hire Jeff? Because like, he didn't really do anything they wrong. They always get we, jobs. We've just got to, we've got to sack him. So. so Jeff will make some sort of move from... Yeah, you'll get, you'll get the arse. So I'm going um, to look up here. 2020 NBA title favourites. The magic. Please, Duffy. Who's your big? Oh, you can't do that. No. You can't reach out and elbow someone in the back. Del Curry and his missus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Del. What do you think as a father, Scrooge? You, you sit back and both your sons are playing in the NBA. Yep. And you look next to you, and you know Mrs. Curry's there. I'd be thinking life's pretty good. You'd sleep pretty well, wouldn't you? <laughs> We're thinking I've done it. I don't right. know what Seth Curry gets paid, but I imagine it's a fair bit. So you're probably well looked after. You, you wouldn't need much money. Iguodala. Oh, that's a great block. So, yeah. Wow. Warriors given best shot to win 2020 Foul. finals after the loss. No, I can't agree that's with ridiculous. this. I think this is crazy. No way. That's okay, so the Lakers are in fast fact. Th- here you go, oh, well, Mac. I wasn't that that far off the mark. The Lakers sit immediately behind the Warriors. Yeah, as the second title. Favorite. But also, you did say that the Warriors being favourites is ridiculous. It is because so the Lakers being the, close the, is. They, even they more won't ridiculous. start the season favourites. I guarantee you that the Lakers will. The Lakers will. Yeah. No, they won't. Well, the Lakers just came in when it started to be announced that the Pelicans were talking to them. The Lakers probably won't even get AD because they can't find anybody to take the fourth round pick, the number four pick off them. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, well, hold okay. on. This, you don't just give all your chips w- when you're negotiating. Yeah, they've been going for a while. Well, the Lakers basically tanked their season because of it, didn't they? That's what they've all come out and said. So and the Milwaukee Bucks are third, um, and then the Clippers are fourth. Um, that's probably in the premise that they signed Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the Celtics and the Raptors. Behind the Raptors, the Rockets and the 76ers. Our mate Ben Simmons and his boys. Well, let's talk a little bit about what Ben you, yeah. Simmons and his next basketball foray. The World Championships, or the World Cup of Basketball. That starts in August. Yep. And we saw the... Okay, let's start with um, a bit of controversy. This um, The last couple of days, the US team was announced... And there was a bit of backlash here in Australia because there wasn't as many stars on that team as people would have hoped because a lot of people have paid a lot of money to watch them play in Melbourne in an exhibition, couple exhibition games. What do you think of that team, Streety? I mean, it's obviously a talented team and I think, you know, they named a 20-man squad or whatever it was. Obviously, that's not the final roster. So and why... So I thought they could only now pick from those 20, yeah, can't they? Well, I mean, out of your headliners, really, that uh, it's LeBron and Steph Curry. There's probably no one else, or m- maybe Kawhi Leonard. Well, now that Clay Thompson has torn his yeah, ACL. So Durant, Durant and Thompson left. aren't there. Lebr- LeBron only <laughs> plays if, if it's an Olympic <laughs> year. And Steph Curry probably needs a holiday. <coughs> Get away from it. Have a break. Mm. Um, so, you know, like... I think it's probably as good as they're going to get. Still pretty good. Well, when the US was probably at their weakest, I think they'd be close. Like, I think you've always got a better chance of beating the US at a World Cup or a World Championships yeah, than you do at an Olympics. The Olympics definitely have more prestige. Definitely have a weaker team at those tournaments. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, world basketball is pretty strong. There's some good squads out there. I think uh, Serbia going to be tough to beat. Well, now they should. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got well, Wiggins, Tristan Thompson. Those guys want to play, right? Like, You'd have to think that popular, uh, the Canadian basketball is at its peak at yeah, the moment. Definitely. You know, the international junior teams are doing fantastic. They're the winning competitions. Um, Raptors obviously just won the comp. Um, they've got a good, uh, good, good talent pool coming through. Yeah, absolutely. I think, they, w- I think w- it'd be a waste if they didn't try and get those guys to play. Yeah, it's kind of the time where they just got to make it happen, right? Canada? I think. I think what it highlights is, I don't think a lot of Australian basketball fans realise what sort of privileged position we are in with having someone like Ben Simmons commit to playing. Yeah, and actually just have a group of guys that want to play. Yes. Like, like, it's a big ask for Ben and any NBA player to play. Like, even the Joe Ingles and those guys, right? Like, it's massive for them to decide to play in a World Cup. Yeah. And we are so lucky that we have a combination of talent and availability in that yep. all those guys are healthy, they all want to play, and the tournament comes around at the right time. Right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen very often. We've been following basketball, each of us, since we were – Five years old, right? Yep. And those that mix of things doesn't happen very often for no. a country other than the US. That's correct. And and so I think 
And if you, if, yeah. you, if you go back We're to so the, lucky that this could be the chance. This could be our only chance. You know? Exactly. Like it's it's, it's very it's kind of uh, yeah. reminiscent. I just want, I just want a medal. <laughs> it's, it's reminiscent of the run that Greece had yeah. two thousand four. It's reminiscent of the run that Argentina had two thousand four. Mm. Uh, both those guys just peaked. At, those teams had peaked peaked at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <coughs> yeah. That's right. I was actually at that game, Lithuania versus France in the semis. Yeah. Sydney Olympics was good. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting, the World Cup. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Um, you know, I guess given, well, you know, uh, myself and a couple of the boys have got tickets to go watch the USA and Canada in Sydney. Oh, you have tickets, do you? 26th of August, oh, yeah. We've got tickets. Okay, in Sydney. Yep. Not, they don't play Australia, they play Canada. Play they? Canada, yeah. Couldn't get the uh, Boomers tickets in Melbourne. Are they all sold out, the Boomers tickets in Melbourne? Yes, I believe. Oh, there might be some cheaper ones available. Jesus, they sold out like the Docklands Stadium. That's unbelievable. So, here we go. Now, oh, Macca, I, w- I want you to pay attention here. Um, yes, it is. The Warriors are now... Clay Thompson's just hit a three. They're up 83.79. Three minutes left in the third. And we're going to see something coming up very shortly, I believe. So, <coughs> we're going to see Clay Thompson get injured. Yeah, we don't want any radio oh, signs, so we'll talk it through. Pass. Yeah, that's a foul. Abaki just got fouled on the way to the hoop all day. Siakam just threw a fantastic bounce pass. Before we watch Clay Thompson get hurt, what about Siakam and his year that he's had? Come out, he's, he's coming come out of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Siakam's got a good story. He is from Cameroon in Africa. Mm. He was discovered at a basketball that borders camp. Um, and he actually uh, then went over to the States to do high school and was enrolled to do seminary school to become a priest. His dad, wanted, his dad was a priest, so his dad enrolled him um, into seminary school and then Serge has just missed Eventually was discovered at a basketball camp and decided to go to the US high school instead. Got a college scholarship. Um, made his way to the NBA. Quite the story. Jesus, there's Doogie Hauser in the first row for the Golden State Warrior fans. <laughs> what about Clay Thompson? I'm pretty glad he got hurt. He had a pretty decent game up to the point that he got hurt. <laughs> he was killing it. Uh, he's a pretty so great game. He, he, he c- killed my... Uh, Thank I, God he ripped his head knee, you know. I had um, Thompson at 24 bucks for finals MVP. And after that, when he was just before this injury, I was thinking, Steph ain't doing much. If Thompson can... Uh if he'd stayed on the floor, you probably... And the, if the Warriors win, you might have been a chance to catch that. Yeah, in. absolutely. Unfortunately, the Warriors didn't win, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did have, Curry did have a 47-point hey, game. Hey, Duff, can you just that? That looked a little bit like... Uh, Old Draymond Green and Kawhi Leonard got into it a little bit. I didn't mind seeing that replay. Yeah, there it goes. Watch this. Wouldn't so we're, we're witnessing a scuffle Bobby, here. A bit of Bobby Boucher push and shove. Ah, oh, what's he? And that, so Leonard got called for a foul on that. That's it's rubbish. rubbish. So there's so much contact throughout the course of a game, but the referee decides to call the fourth foul on Leonard hmm. in a little tiny little tangle up like that. Wildly inconsistent sometimes, this refereeing. Oh, there's a, a couple of bad ones down the stretch. So we're looking at 83 80. Missed foul shot. And the, uh, and the hijacker from Here we go. the so this, is, this is the play, Macca. Oh, 
Here we go. Is that the turnover? No. Two minutes 30. Serge sets a screen. Oh, Lowry. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here goes Clay. Oh, dear. Oh, oh and he's down. Yep. There it is. There goes his ACL. Danny Green stands over him like a UFC fighter about to go in for the kill. Jump on top of him, Danny. Give him some. It's always difficult to watch a player get injured like this. Um, Not that difficult. Suck in. No, don't joke. <laughs> no. Just kidding. Oh, yeah, it doesn't look great, does it? No. So next thing, uh, oh, Thompson. Bob Myers, the bloke. He's yeah, yeah. He's, he's had to do that yeah. walk of shame twice in three days. Why did you fast forward? I want to watch his replay. Yeah, so Duffy's just got a bit um, happy on he the He hasn't fast on, on any ad without me telling him. Now he just. All right, so let, let's watch this. Okay, go. Don't Press make play. your own choices. Okay, he's down. Oh. That, can I watch the replay, please? So he takes off. It's a clean defensive thing. He just lands. Oh, Ooh. it's just unlucky, isn't it? Yeah. No, nah, your knee's gone. Yeah. Uh, get the brace out. That'll do. So Cur uh, Curry threw the pass. This is not the first time that Curry's been the passer to someone being injured. I can't you remember. feel like that's no, related? No, no. I mean, he, he's obviously thinking if I didn't throw that pass, it go wouldn't happen. Go back again, Duffy. Just go back again for a sec, please. There's... Watching, um, no, when you the guys that are carrying Clay Thompson down there, why does someone have a Durant shirt on? It's Jordan Bell, he's wearing Durant's t shirt. Is he? Why? Because yeah. he doesn't have his own show of support. That's silly, Bob Myers. Eh? How, how'd you like that guy's job this yeah, last couple exactly. of days? So, the legend of Clay Thompson grows week. stronger. So, you watch him run back to you, right? well, I can't because you fast forwarded through it. So uh, we don't know if you can hear Duffy. He's he's doesn't want to talk with with a mic, but talking without it, we can't hear him. What he's reiterating here is the legend of Clay Thompson, and his toughness grows. So we're watching footage so of Thompson going into the back. tunnel. Someone comes and says, "If you get subbed out, you can't come back on the court." At this time, he's walking. He's a tiny we bit of a limp. How many blokes are down there? We doesn't really know that there's a, a an, an injury. We well, know he's injured, but it's not not that hurt. Comes out of the yep. Comes out of the tunnel. Raucous ovation. He doesn't look great. He's a, he's a tough guy, and he just promptly knocks down two foul shots. <laughs> a la Kobe Bryant, the torn Achilles. Yeah, that's right. Now, if you've ever had if an ACL injury, that rubbish saying the Mamba mentality. <laughs> I'm turning it off. Now, with an ACL, you have obviously straight line movement. It's your lateral movement that you, that you really struggle with because. Yeah, anterior cruciate ligament prevents sideways movement. And we obviously see when Thompson went down, his leg buckled to the left. <coughs> what about a very quick question? Is Steve Kerr the coach of the uh, Warriors in two years' time? In two years? Mm. I'm going to say no, maybe not even next season. Yeah. Who will he coach, the Lakers? <laughs> I think he'll take it. He'll, he'll get back into television. Um. He could go down very fast for the Warriors. Jeez, he ran back okay. He's bouncing up and down. It's adrenaline. So he doesn't want to go off. The trainer's been saying, get the hell out the back. We've got to look at you. Bob Myers is going, man, I just played roulette with Durant and ended up shooting him in the leg. I'm not going to do the same with you. And then uh, we didn't see him the rest of the game. Have you boys seen that meme 
that's got Pascal Siakam as the um, hijacker on that movie that when he hijacks the the ship, the yeah, what's it called? I don't know what the movie's called. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's quite funny because he does look a little bit like that guy. I'm the captain now. That's yeah, yeah. Look at me. I'm the captain now. I love Raj, the super fan from the Raptors, though, the Indian guy. Yeah. Good old Raj. He's become a celebrity in his own right. More than Drake. Surely Drake would have enough money to go to this game, wouldn't he? I reckon Drake should do Raj a favour and get Raj in a film clip. I wonder if Raj is Raj's corner. (laughs) (laughs) No. Hotline bling? No, I don't know any Drake songs. Do you know, I didn't realise Drake was on Degrassi Junior High. Yes. I I saw saw a clip of it today. Yeah, it's right. Great show. Yeah, he's, that's right. Isn't his first Joey name Jeremiah Wheels? Isn't his All real name Aubrey? Stephanie K. <coughs> his real name's Aubrey or something like that. It is too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've just spilled me water. Hold on, I'll be back. So the turning point in this quarter was obviously Clay Thompson going down, leading 85-80 after knocking down his two foul shots. Um, and the Raptors from here kind of close it out, but it's fairly close. Radio silence. Here we go. Oh, gotta gotta make those laps. Look up Drake's real name, Aubrey. I think it is. There was a second. I don't know if the original. I don't think it was the original, like not the Degrassi Junior. I think it was the remake stuff. Steph Curry commits another silly foul, swiping from behind. Yes. Oh no, we're back. Oh, he's back. The Raptors. Kawhi. So just for everyone listening, we are sitting on the couch here uh, and we've changed our audio setup. Um, Got a couple of roving mics. A couple of roving mics and a, and a voice recorder. So it actually makes Sports and Spit quite mobile. We can record well, from anywhere. If you listened to us last time, you would have heard us record from West City. Yes. Before the State of Origin game. Now, while we, you know, there's a bit of a, a break in the action in the NBA... What do you make of this New South Wales halves pairing of Mitchell Pearce and Nathan Cleary? Well, that hasn't been confirmed as the halves pairing. But it's likely it? to be. Um, do you think Cody Walker's been a bit... Yeah, I think he's been massively hard done by. Yeah, I, I think he's been made the scapegoat. And what it's, I don't it's, understand it's not is... not necessary. Why do we have a pick-and-stick policy for Nathan Cleary but a, but a pick-and-drop policy for someone like Cody Walker? Because Nathan Cleary kicks goals. Yeah, right. That's the reason. You reckon? And I find it, you know, like Latrell Mitchell's a goal kicker, unless they're going to drop him for Origin 2. Why would you take a grossly out of form halfback? Yeah, that's right. Based solely on the fact that he I can I don't kick. understand that logic at all. No, um, Cleary. Nathan Cleary. And they've moved him to 5'8". Yeah, I think you can't play players out of position in Origin games. It's, it's I silly. Agree. Especially not a player who can't even play well in his own position. Like. Can I just say that Andre Iguodala, back to basketball, man, this guy hits some shots. But he's got an ugly-looking shot, though. But he's, he's, he's such a great player. Complains. Yeah, that's right. He, he's, he's a great yeah. player, but good, he just hits like he's... For a guy that supposedly can't shoot, he hits some shots. Yeah. Quinn Cook. 88-83 Warriors. So the Warriors have now got the five-point lead. Here we go. Andre Gadala waving a guy off, no options, just lets an uglier shot go. Splash. 
Knocks it in. How old's Igor Dala? 35. Reckon? They didn't play Livingston in this game, I don't think. Did they? Didn't play in March. Just a couple of minutes. Duff, we really need you to have a microphone, mate. What about... Contributions boys, are increasing. What do you think the... Uh, is the role of someone like Andrew Bogut or a player like Andrew Bogut, is he gone? Like, as in, is, it, is there a place for an Andrew Bogut type player in the NBA these days? So we're talking about big white guys? Yeah, good passer from the post, good screener. There's always going to be a role for a good screener, right? Like, that's the game. It's kind of like Especially back in the sort shooters. of... Uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, if you were seven foot and you could run, then you'd, you'd make your way into, onto, a, onto a 15-man roster. Yeah. Obviously, skill level's increased. There's always going to be a place on a, on a team to have a big guy in certain situations, but definitely their role at the moment isn't as big as what it used to be. And yeah. it's not to say that the big guys won't come back into vogue because all it takes is a team to have a dominant big guy and then, and then the, the model of, of success changes. And then people go, oh, we need, we need a dominant big guy for us to be successful to compete against this other dominant big guy. Yeah. Same goes so for the really whole splash So it really only takes one game thing. changer. Takes one game changer. Yeah. That's oh, right. Great cherry picking, I mean, Kyle Lowry. Cl- classic example Way is to get out and 2013, run. Roy Hibbert from the Pacers looked like... Yeah, what happened to him? One of the, exactly. One of the best players in the world. Yeah. Um, he he dominated LeBron James and the and and the Miami Heat and the Heat won in seven. Um, Hibbert two years later he's out of the Hibbert came into a free agency where he signed a huge contract. Everyone wanted him. The game changed. Two years later he couldn't shoot from the outside. He's out of the league. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's massive, isn't it? Now I thought this shot counted, but they took it off him. So that's Kawhi Leonard looking like he got a tip in uh, towards the end of that, like right at the end of the third quarter here. What did they do? They waved it off after a while. Didn't yeah, they, 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 they took it off him. So what does he do? Oh, yeah, no, nah, that's definitely not. He didn't make that. Uh, he still had hold of it at that point in time. We're moving into the fourth quarter now. Yep. The Raptors. So the t- how are you feeling here, Macca? Mate, I'm quietly calm because I know that we win. But uh, so it does kind of change <laughs> the emotions. I've noticed bit. you're keeping your emotions in so, check. It's yeah, uh, you're yeah. very well, well behaved. Well, I'm trying to behave for the listeners, really. But I feel like uh, the uh, the it's it's exciting because you know, yeah. it's that anticipation, yeah. even though you know what's going to happen. In now, the Macca, movie. I just got to say, you, you give me shit about jerseys and stuff, right? I've got in my hands right here a Toronto Raptors jersey with your name on it. That's right. With Macca on the back. Yeah. How come you're not wearing it? Because, so, even though I know we've still won, at the start of this playoffs, now you boys would know this. <laughs> oh, the kiss of death. There's a little there's a little thing we like to call in our group of friends called the Macca kiss of death. All right, explain this. All right. Well, so, there's a fair history... Of any team that I support or compliment or predict they'll win something, of having a record of losing absolutely everything. Losing the unlosable, I guess. So this all started probably back when I used to work for the West Tigers, right? 
When I used to work for the West Tigers, they were horrible. Absolutely horrible. Like, I'm talking the whole um, Craig Field taking cocaine and shooting it up at training, snorting it up at training. The whole Hopawati with the finger up the bum. When I was there, they were a basket case, right? And I resigned. Uh, and the next year... Oh, were you sacked? No, nah, I wasn't sacked. No, nah, I wasn't sacked. I wasn't good. Like, I wasn't there long enough to be sacked, well, that's really. The story, that's the story you tell. No. Well, yeah. They may tell different. Anyway, after I had departed the organisation for whatever reason, the next year, the very next year, they win the premiership. Win the premiership. So the West Tigers, Bradbury. So that was where that all first started. But there's been a couple of notable kind of... Um, Notable kind of other examples. I was the coach of the state league team that... Duffy, did you play in the championship winning state league team? So, I was the coach of that team the year before they won the championship. That's right. Yeah, mate. Yeah, Nugget, the word And I was the assistant guy. coach yeah. in that championship you team. And Nugget took over. Yep. And you went from zero, from the low base that I had them running at, to a championship Yes, team we were champions. Um, champions of 2005. When I left the Vancouver Canucks and came home after working for the Vancouver Canucks in the NHL, they made the Stanley Cup finals the year later. They'd never... Well, they had made the Stanley Cup finals before, but they thankfully dropped their bundle in a Game 7 in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, sorry, in Vancouver. W- weren't they actually... Uh, who, who, who'd they get beat by in that series? Um, they got beat by, uh, was it Chicago? No, not Chicago. Boston? It was Boston, I think. The that's Bruins. It. I think it was the Bruins, yeah. Yeah, didn't, didn't they go nuts and tear up the town after that? They did tear up the town, <laughs> that's right, yes. And a lovely town Vancouver is, that's right. But yes, not long after I left, they made the uh, NHL finals. So that kind of continued it. Um, there's been a couple of player, except like, so... There was an import that the Hunter Pirates, the old NBL team here, the Newcastle had, and when he played his first game, I actually yelled out to him, good luck. His name was Brian Weathers, by the way. I said, good luck, Brian. You'll be on the first plane home. Anyway, so he won the league MVP that year. Yes. Um, <laughs> he so, was good. Uh, so there's any notable kind of number of examples that, that about this, the kiss of death from Mackenzie. You get the kiss of death from it, and it works both ways, right? So it works, as I said, like it worked for Brian. When I told him he was rubbish, he wins the MVP. So if I tell you that you're rubbish, so bringing it back to the reason that you first asked me, I made a promise to myself at the start of this playoff series that because of all of the quite horrible experiences that the Raptors have, have had over the last couple of years in the playoffs, I would hide my Raptors jersey away in the cupboard. And I have stuck to that. And tonight is the first night I've had it out. And I couldn't bring myself to put it on yet, even though I know that we all, we won. I don't want to jinx us for next year, right? So so I probably won't wear that jersey until we're, until we're either eliminated from next year's playoff, playoffs or... We win the championships again, championship again for the second straight year. Is what will probably happen. What's more likely? Well, probably what's more likely is that I'll probably wear it in summer. Oh no, that's a question. Hot, what, what's more likely for next year for the Raptors? Yeah, making the finals. Yeah, or not making the playoffs. Um, ma- not making the playoffs. 
he's more likely. And that's just speaking statistically because there's only two chances to make the finals. And no, there's only two. No, I think um, I actually I I thoroughly believe that it's more likely they won't make the playoffs at all. Everyone has a championship hangover in any professional sport. Like especially have a look at the Sharks, they've been horrible since they if won. The, if their best player leaves and their their That's general right. manager who put the team together leaves, takes that ten million, which yeah. who wouldn't really? If we lose Leonard, the water boy, we're gone. Well, I think in the end you have to trade a couple of the other guys because you've got to try and reshape your team. Like, you've got to balance it out again, right? You don't. So, you've you got yeah. to find somebody. You've got to get these big contracts off your books if they're not your, your superstar. Like, a Leonard-shaped hole in our roster means that you've got to find someone to do more. Yeah, he probably would. I always think that Toronto... I, I kind of feel like Toronto will always struggle to sign big free agents, but because of the weather... Like yeah, it, of what if it wasn't for the weather, like, Toronto is the fifth largest media market in the NBA. But there is also an issue with the amount of income tax that you have to pay. It's quite high in Canada. Yes. It's actually higher than in the States. And so that's why for years we always, always struggled to, to try and attract free agents as well because that because they lost a lot of money going to Toronto. Yeah. And yeah. Canadian dollars. Well, yeah. That's right. Well, I don't think you get paid in Although life was good so. back in 2013, if, if you remember the Raptors, because the, the Canadian dollar was actually worth more money than the US dollar. Yeah. It was a dollar one to a dollar. Well, maybe your dollar goes further throughout the year because you get paid in US dollars as an NBA player. Oh, that's what I've heard. I haven't actually received my first check yet. Yeah. But, mm. but it's coming. Jesus, he was having a fantastic game. Clay, Clay 30 points. They just flashed up his stats. Thank God he got hurt. <laughs> he was having a cracker of a game. So we're in the fourth here, and it's uh, seven minutes 50 left. Kawhi with the big... Yep, Warriors holding on to a slender two-point lead. 93-91. Well, mate, I'll tell you what. I'm starting to get a bit nervous now. Can I just uh, say a big shout-out to anyone who has got to this point listening to this? You're doing well listening to this dribble. Hopefully, we've got uh, enough good um, good conversation going. This free flowing ad lib style. Yeah, probably becoming a bit thin on the ground now, or probably has been a bit thin on the ground for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's not really that exciting until about three minutes left. Do you want to fast forward? No, probably not. No, he doesn't want to fast forward, dickhead. Oh, Oh, Van Vliet. Now, let's go back to this Van Vliet character. Fearless Fred. Fred. Does he, he does he have? Do you does he have a name that you just sort of can't take seriously? Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, he was the one that basically had a kid at the start of the series, didn't he? So he was shot? playing like absolute rubbish, and dog balls. You stuck mm. to the bench. Yeah, they were playing against um, Philadelphia, I think it was, um, and his missus <coughs> had a baby before the game five of that series. Mm. So he left the team, joined his wife um, a few hours away uh, on a plane ride. Kid was born, went back to the game that next day, scored 18 points, and he's been on a tear ever since. And he puts it down to the fact that he now just doesn't care whether he goes well or not. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've had a kid, more important things. Yeah. So we're just watching a replay here of Draymond Green. 
What did he do? Tipping the ball in. I reckon it was uh, above the cylinder. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So it was the location of the ball, right? Yeah. <coughs> You'd hate to lose How a game on a call like that. Then, if it wouldn't, then every dunk be a goaltend. Well, what if it's an alley oop? Has to have touched the ring first. Is that the rule? Like, because wouldn't you catch alley oops above the rim and throw it down? So that has to have hit the ring. Yeah, okay. That's a bit rubbish. That's not the same in international basketball, is it? You can basically. The as much as we're all happy to see we the, uh, the good surprise, the Raptors yeah. win this. <laughs> what did you say? You have to uh, sort of, you know, be impressed with the Warriors' resilience being down two players and still holding a lead in the fourth quarter with f- five minutes to go. Oh, Kevin Looney, that's ridiculous. He just punched Marcus Sol in the face. <laughs> Van Vliet, though. Drake gets up. 2.0. Aubrey. Fouled shooting a three. Van Vliet, 12 fourth quarter points. It was such a clutch performance. Three oh, threes that's a foul. Three foul shots. Yep, Livingston no Clark here. No doubt about that one. Oh, that's good they've called that. That's fantastic. I didn't realise that. Van Vliet. Yeah, well, you can't close the out like that, Sean. That's a foul every day of the week. Come on, Raptors. So, Streety... Well, let's turn our attention to, we spoke about it a little bit with regards to the Lakers and with regards to Kevin Durant. Your favourite period of the NBA season is about to kick off again. Oh, yes, it's, it's heating up. free agency around the corner. It's like, a, uh, it's like a, a boiling pot of water. It's simmering. It's almost coming to the boil. And I think... You're very excited by it, aren't you? Tomorrow morning, um, when we wake up, probably, you know, check, the, uh, check your Twitter feed, check your... Um, Instagram for all these, you know. For this episode of Sports and Spit first. Yeah, well, yep, because it'll be ready to rock. Um, I think when you, uh, you know, open that phone, there might be some news. Oh, Gasol, the big Th- Things Spaniard. don't happen. Ole, oh. pal. Five Mark, minutes I mean. to go, 99.99. Ole. So at, th- at this point today, oh. Macca, I was, I was in my lounge room watching it. Yep. And uh, I was sitting, I was standing. It was French, yeah. And then I just watch I- Igadala hit the shot to go up 101.99. I'm like, it's happening again. Well, the, the, ra- the, the Warriors, Warriors are going to bloody do this. Yeah. yeah. But then they just went shot for shot. It was it was really good. Oh, Siakam with the crossover. Well, that's a foul. Draymond pass. Oh, this turn up. Yeah, sucked in, Draymond. So what do you think the biggest free agency decision is this year, Streety? Is it where does Kevin Durant go? Well, yeah, is I mean... Who does, dom- who does... Where does Anthony Davis land? Is it where does Kawhi Leonard go? Is it, I uh, think in this order, it'll be... I mean, we can't count Kyrie Davis because Davis is going to be traded, right? Yeah. So we, we, we just, we're just going to talk talk about the free agency. Talk about free agency. It's going to go Kevin Durant. Um, yeah. Is he going to opt in because he's, in, he's injured, or is, is he going to sign to the Warriors or go elsewhere? My tip that we he, is that he goes elsewhere. I think that there will be stories that are going to come out that Kevin Durant's initial injury was misdiagnosed, mistreated, and that led to obviously his Achilles. So, so you're sticking with he's going to the Knicks. Yep. Yeah. So I think he, I think he's going to the Knicks. So that that's one. 
I wouldn't would mind seeing the Knicks get a good free agent. I'd like it when the And Knicks I kind of want KD to go elsewhere just because I, I think it just spreads the, um, the competitiveness and talent across the league a bit more. Makes it more interesting. Uh, I, I mean, feel like actually now that Clay and KD are injured, it would be a better decision for, th- for them to let one of them go. Of course. Like, at least, for, I know it's only for a year, but they're not going to get any better over that year. Why not just, you know, tank it, <coughs> get a lottery pick, and who knows, you know, they, they, these guys are pretty lucky sometimes, except for this series, but uh, they might just end up They've with probably got enough pick. fan support to tank it for a year and still have the same amount of people. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're moving into a new arena in San Francisco. People are still going to turn up Yeah, just because the uh, new arena is pretty special. Uh, number and two in my free agent yeah. importance rankings is Kawhi Leonard. Um, God, it, like I said before, it's 50-50. I'm going to say we're... Fred Van Vliet. He's, it's unbelievable, this guy. Oh, and Drake and his mates are going crazy on a stage in Toronto. I'll say it, I've said it before. Surely he could have afforded to go to the game. Come this on. Is, this is Aubrey. very Mike Miller-esque from 2013 finals, uh, 2012 finals rather, when... They played the OKC Thunder and Miller hit seven threes in that game. 21 points. No, that's true. Maybe Drake's not allowed in into the States at the moment. Might not be. Yeah. From the Sixers games? Yeah. Um, number three in the free agents rankings, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has... Sacked his long-time manager, agent, signed with Rock Nation, who uh, used to be part-owned by Jay-Z, who was a part-owner of the Nets. Um, so they've got connections to the Brooklyn Nets, yes, is where uh, he's rumoured to go? Yes, it's pretty much odds-on that Kyrie Irving is going to the Nets, mm. which would then, um, I think, really just take the Boston Celtics out of the AD, AD trade stakes. That's why? Because they want to keep the rest of their guys. I mean, it's why, 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 why? I mean, unless the Boston are convinced that oh, we might do what the Raptors do with Leonard, we'll get um, Davis for a year because they've, you know, come out and said, well, you can trade for him, but he's only going to play the one year if he goes to Boston. Yeah, um, it's worked obviously out well for Toronto, but um, do the Celtics have enough without Kyrie Irving, with Anthony Davis to win? I'm going to say no. Uh, number four, free agent. Kemba Walker, I think if the Lakers do this trade and pull it off and get AD, then I do think that Kemba Walker joins the Lakers as a backcourt partner for LeBron and AD. I think that those three guys um, would actually work very well together. Um, Kemba can play off ball. If that happens, that would make them a fairly formidable team almost instantly. It would. Depending on who they lose in that trade. They'd go in favourites to win the comp start of the season. No, they won't be favourites. <laughs> You've said that before. There he is, our backpack shooter. Yeah, I, d- I can't see with with um, Durant out and Thompson out. There's no way I can see how they go into the start of the year favourites with Steph Curry and Green as your, as your two best players. No chance. Who are they going to get? Maybe they might get Tobias Harris. Maybe they might get Kawhi Leonard. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine if they let, they let Durant go and they sign Kawhi Leonard. Could you imagine that? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Can you imagine the league? Could you imagine if that happened? Like the what league, are the chances? Imagine the fans. It all blow up so badly. Then. It could actually happen, oh. you know. It could actually it happen. Could. That, that's a scenario that could... I mean, it's, it's unlikely. So we're fast approaching the last two and a half minutes of the NBA season. Boys, 
what what's been your highlight? Like obviously, I'm going to name the Raptors winning the championship as the highlight. But they, what's it, what's been the thing that's that you've paid the most attention to in the NBA this year? Two two and a half minutes left in the whole year. What are you, if this is a countdown to the new year? What are you saying? See you later and thanks. Well, I, I really love the emergence and success of international players at um, the highest sort of you know um, highest. I guess accolades or, or, or their yeah. importance to their teams, you know, Joe and B coming from Africa, Pascal Siakam coming from Africa, uh, the Greek freak, he's African but Greek. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of these he- headliners aren't necessarily US-based players. Nikola Jokic, you know, Serbian. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess for me, the the true international sort of side of things is coming to the fore. In the NBA, yeah. um, obviously Ben Simmons as well, one of our guys, and then you know success success of our Aussies. Yeah. Um, so the international side of things is growing, getting stronger, um, and that's good for the game. And you know, uh, maybe that that's weakening the US talent pool. Um, I'm I don't happy. Think it weakens it. I think it makes it a fair bit stronger. Actually. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it makes the overall talent pool stronger, but it, yeah. the, the US dominance, you know, is, is isn't there so much. What about you, Maka? Uh, well, obviously... Number two. Let's take Toronto's winning it out of the equation. Take, if you take Toronto's win out of the equation, I think um, I think across the year, uh, like what I would say is the, um, just the changing of the, of, the, of the actual power kind of... Like everyone... <coughs> it's not because Toronto won and they're from the east, right? Like... But I, I never really bought into the West was this completely dominant conference and the East was not worth a, a Zach. You know, like it, probably if, if it was anything, it would be the fact that there was – I probably enjoyed the playoff series in the East more than the West. Yeah. I felt like they were better matchups. Yeah. I felt like they were better series and they were better games to watch and I was more interested in them. So probably for me, the the, the – the most interesting thing has been that rebalance of talent across the league. So the East is actually a legitimate conference again. Because remember a couple of years ago, they were like, or even you're an advocate for this, Streety, that that it's just basically the top 16 records, nothing to do with conferences. Like, I don't agree with that because you can't, it's not a reflection of, it's not a, it's not an evenly balanced final series. Yeah. And you don't get that Super Bowl type atmosphere that the NBA Finals should have. I'm also kind of happy that um, that, is a, that is a block. Absolutely. That with the Houston Rockets flameouts two years in a row. Yeah. Hopefully, this is the death of analytics-driven basketball, and 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 the way that the Rockets play. The, their oh, style no, was uh, looked like it's pretty good. Pr- pr- pretty horrible with the ISO ball one out. You know, one one guy four four guys watching. Guy with ball either shoots or passes at, at, at the end of a clock. Yeah, not the right way to play. Um, hopefully, they, you know these guys can look at what's going on in front of us in the finals and think, let's just play the play, play, play D, pass the ball, get some guys with ability, yeah, and then, and then see what happens. And now, how wasn't that a foul? I got to say, yeah, that Leonard. was a massive foul too. If the Livingston foul, so we've just watched Kawhi Leonard get absolutely murdered on a three-point attempt. Less than a minute to go. Three-point uh, game Raptors. Down to the last minute and Steph Curry turns the ball over. I'll tell you what I will say, boys. Steph Curry went missing in the last five minutes, didn't he? Yeah. Like, he done nothing. 
DeMarcus Cousins has shown why someone probably will throw a bit of cash at him. That was amazing. He's taking the ball to the yeah, hoop. He might, might take Durant's money. He may too. He can take half of it and they can get someone else. All right. So, so this here we are coming up to one of the more controversial moments in the game, which is where Draymond calls a timeout. They've got no timeouts left. Right, yeah, well, there's only 30 That's the last play. Left. And if you were paying attention and fast-forwarding it, we'd be getting there quick. So, back in right. game five, in th- with th- right. th- three minutes to go, game five, Raptors held on to a six-point lead. They called a timeout, halted momentum. Warriors called two plays for the next two possessions, to which they hit two it threes. It all starts to unravel here, I think. Like, yeah. Oh, no. So, 36 seconds to go. 36 seconds to go. by one. One-point game. Lowry has the ball. Or Kevin Hart, as we know him in Raptor Land. Siakam. That is a big shot. That's massive. Euro He's step and the floater. A big Euro step and a little. It was like a finger roll layup. Three point game. Floater. Now, this, look, check out this call. Curry dribbles through two guys and trip falls over, and then he gets the whistle. That's a rubbish call. Two shots. Yeah, but that's a superstar call. That's uh, superstar call. Oh, hundred percent superstar call. Look at it though. Well, you watch Siakam first. Oh, he's a little floater. Siakam had uh, Green's, Green's number throughout the series. He did, didn't he? You know, the guy who was touted as Draymond Green 2.0, he bested him. Siakam was touted as... Yeah, they reckon he was a you know he's a, a Draymond Green prototype sort of player, but just a bit longer and a bit more athletic. Yeah, okay. Look at this. No way that's a foul. He tripped over himself. Superstar treatment. No, it might have been the dog. Duffy's just after someone farted. All right, so we've got 18 and a half seconds left. One point game. At this point, I'm standing up in the lounge room. Pacing. Time out. So the Warriors had two excellent possessions of defense coming up here. One to uh, prevent the inbounds, which led to a timeout. And then um, I'm pretty sure that after this, Raptors turn it over. Yeah. So two excellent defensive possessions from the Warriors. And at this point I'm going, well, they're hitting the shot. They're going to win this game. We're going to a game seven. So the Raptors are up by one with 18 and a half left. My heart's in my chest and I know they win. (laughs) Because he was worried. Watch that Van Vliet come to the ball right there. You got a bounce pass. They've turned it over. The Raptors. Far out. I don't know why I'm so nervous. Danny Green's got a horse like a, a head like a miniature what horse. See Arkham doing down the back there. But check out the replay. Van Vliet comes to the ball, and Igadar's nowhere near him. Got to pass that. Danny Green. He panicked. It was just a panic pass. Just. He's like, he's like, get rid of it before I get a five-second call. Oh, here we go. Final now play. This, I've, I've, I've seen this part. This is where the Warriors run the worst inbound play I've ever seen. This was dumb. What? Th- this was worse what than, than, a, than a Brett Brown Philadelphia 76ers inbound. What is that? What's the concept here, Duffy? What do they do? I can't see it. All I saw was... No, it's this one. Yeah. That's the lowest percentage play in basketball, that over-the-top oh. one. I mean, if he makes it, they look like legends, don't they? 
Well, that's an over and back by Draymond anyway. Oh, this is glorious. Yep. Chris Webber, if, if you know the story, famously called a timeout in a college In the NCAA championship final. game. Basically got tech foul, down one. Other team hit two foul shots, game over, championship loss, fab five. Michigan. Done. Another guy from Michigan, Draymond Green, calls the timeout when they don't have a timeout. They're all calling timeout, but I think Wadala's calling it. Yeah, yeah, obviously they didn't know. I mean, only the bloke with the ball. Did they not not have a huddle, a a play before, to say, hey, we don't have a timeout after this? So don't call one. Yeah. And this last, this last, literally last 0.9 seconds of the game went for about five minutes. So if you're the Warriors, if you're Steph Curry, if you're Steve Kerr, what's going through your mind right now? So, well, I think he's thinking we've just lost the NBA finals. Like, 0.9 seconds left. So he hits one... One, the tech, tech he foul hits shot. one tech, like one tech shot. So it's a two-point game. So you know, that's a good play. So the inbound comes in. There's a foul on the on the inbound. Well, he but he, the continuation he laid it in. Well, they're saying that he fouled him before. On the pass, so oh, the foul's committed before he gets... So the basket wouldn't have counted. Holding him. I think it just ended. Oh, Streddy just dropped his guts. How could it just end? I want to watch the... I want to watch the celebration. Press extend 20 minutes. I don't know. Oh, Macca, that's the, that's the number one rule of Foxtel. When you want to watch something, anything live sport... You got to hit the red button and extend twenty minutes. Well, oh, I don't really know. Did it <laughs> just end? <laughs> How funny no, is this? No, it did. It ended. So, give Ma- me the remote control. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wants to see his Raptors win, but he doesn't press extend twenty minutes, and he <laughs> can't see the actual end. That's not fair. <laughs> this isn't right. Oh, how good is that? That's not right. What's happening? No. So, listeners. This is rubbish. <laughs> this is awesome. This isn't fair. Oh, yes, here we go. Oh, we're back. We've changed it to the live version. How long left in the live version? That looks like a couple oh, of minutes. Oh, yeah, still. yeah. Well, it's, it I'll show be, it here. Might, might be time to wrap it up. We're an hour and 42 in. A minute 23 to go. You beauty, let's watch oh, the we're last we're minute. We're going to relive it. All right, here we go. Yes. Now, Duffy, can you get out the cel- celebratory cornettos? It's all coming up. Cel- celebratory cornetto ice creams. That oh, yeah. We're going to crack the cornetto in, in honour of the, uh, the Raptors. It'll be like a, sh- a champagne celebration. Now, if you guys have seen Groundhog Day, you're about to go through it again. So there's a minute 21 <laughs> left in the fourth. And we can't it's fast a, forward. Three-point game. He can't fast forward. Doesn't he? Or said, oh, I guess drink. he's driving, driving the bus. Yeah, right. Why, why is he well, such he, a... Well, maybe he did have Cornettos then. Come on, crack the Cornettos for sure. 
Yeah, if you want an NBA championship, you wouldn't get Cornettos. You'd get bloody maxi bonds for sure, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. The old deli special. Now, let's talk about Kawhi Leonard, the party animal, man. Like, the guy doesn't smile much. Yeah, did you see that footage of him? And he did a little bit of a dance in the the game. I am a fucking here you go, Duffy. Here's an ice cream. It's mate. weird to see a guy that, that never smiles and is so robotic in his nature to show some emotion. Can you hear that noise? That's us opening Macca's Championship Cornettos. <laughs> the, the real deal as well. They are Streets, they're not from Aldi. Yeah, cookies and cream ones. How's it taste? How's that taste of victory? Like the Larry O'Brien trophies here with us. <laughs> in the lounge room. Raptors, Raptors. Mate. Oh, yeah. That crunch? Like That's 15 years of frustration washed away with I'm crunching in to my championship coordinator. It's brilliant. Yeah. Maka, this might be the worst or best podcast we've done. It's hard to know. I guess the proof will be... If we can get to the end of it. Yeah. What's happening in the, in the NRL tonight? Let's get some score checks. Warriors beating the Titans. The New Zealand Warriors. 24-20 over the Gold Coast Titans. No one cares about Titans. Oh, wow. Classic game. Tigers. North Queensland won 27-26. Tigers won. Yeah. Jeez. See? You make a first strikes again. Back to the basketball here. Watch the Arkham hit his floater again. We can't fast forward after this tech foul. We'll go further. That's right. We want to end it here? Yeah. All right. Well, let me go and enjoy the championship on my own. But with you blokes. And then, Macca, when this went live earlier today... In our group chat, I said that you were probably in the staff dunny shedding a tear. Yeah. You were actually in the staff dunny. We, we, got, we got a picture. That's right. Well, when I was reading you saying you're probably in the staff dunny finding out what went on, I was in the staff dunny finding out what went on. It was like what you said was coming exactly true. It's exactly what I was doing. I went to find out because I didn't want to check it at my desk. You could have done that, though. I could have. But I also didn't go to the toilet. Well, listeners, it's been a pleasure going through this game. Yeah. Of our first on on the couch watch party edition. We're going to Disneyland. Macca is officially. Anything is possible. Macca's a champion. We're going to get a picture of him in his Raptors jersey so he can post it as proof that he is a legit Raptor fan. Maybe the 11th or 12th one in Australia. That's right. Not too many uh, episodes, I think. We will see you for the next episode where we talk the madness of the NBA offseason and probably the NBA draft because Macca's boy, Zion Williamson, is going to be picked number one. That's right. But after that, anything can happen, and that's what we look forward to the most. Yep. But until then, we will uh, talk soon. Enjoy. Enjoy the week. See you, guys. Have a good weekend of sport. And uh, don't forget to leave comments on our Facebook page. 
And uh, any questions, any topics you want us to cover? Because we are the champions. Champions of the of world. Of the world. Alrighty. Bye-bye. I paid my dues. <laughs> <laughs>